Welcome to the Fancy Sports Cave. This is David Zalza Ford with the new member of our team, Steven Zezima. How you doing, Steven? Doing good, man. Happy to be back. Yeah, um, we like what you did last year, or um, last week, excuse me. <clears throat> and welcome to the team. Um, everybody, this is Steven Zezima. He's going to be our fantasy football guru right next to me. Um, so we're talking fantasy football week 17. You want your championship on your in your fantasy football? Let's go. This is a special one. We're going to give you two picks at each position. So, Steven, give me your first stardom pick at quarterback. Who you got? Well, you know, first of all, I hope you guys – I hope most of you guys took home your championships last week. I know some teams play in week 17. But, uh, you know, this week for my, uh, my favorite play at quarterback, I'm going to go with Ben Roethlisberger. I got a little burned by him last week because I told people to sit him. Um, but, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a win-or-go-home situation. They even need some help to get it, actually. Um, as I mentioned last week with Baker Mayfield, the Bengals are the worst pass defense against opposing quarterbacks. Last week, Baker Mayfield tore him up for 284 yards and three touchdowns. By the way, if you didn't see that stare down between Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson, you guys definitely going to look that up. But anyways, back to Big Ben. The man is Q- QB2 on the year right now. Against bottom pass defenses like Tampa Bay, New Orleans, Kansas City, uh, Big Ben is tore up averaging over 300 yards and just under three touchdowns a game against those teams. Um, this along with the fact that it's a do-or-die situation, you can feel pretty confident throwing Big Ben into your da- daily fantasy football lineup. Yeah, I, told, I totally agree with you. He's actually my sleeper. <laughs> but um, nice. but for, for this week, I'm going to start Nick Foles. Um, I like Ooh. Foles. I like him at that quarterback position that for the Eagles. He threw for 471 yards, four touchdowns and interceptions, 35 out of 49 passing. Um, this dude is a baller. And that was against a good, a good defense in the Texans. And ever since Foles been the quarterback, um, um, he's been on fire disregarding the major injuries on that defense. That defense of the Eagles is horrible, and he still managed to power through. Up against the Redskin D that released all-pro safety DJ Swearinger. Yeah um off of controversial comments to his defensive coordinator um that, that's a that's a that's an all pro guy there and yeah you just can't you, you just can't do that i mean i don't, I don't know what it said exactly but um you got hog clinton clinton dicks back there but you need more than that nick Foles, he's fine for a playoff spot i mean he's gonna play his heart out he's been playing his heart out i i believe he he deserves the starting position Foles will be flying high um, week 17 against the Redskins and yeah, making playoffs. It's uh, it's really hard to root against that guy. It's really hard to root against that guy. I mean, I'm a Giants fan, but I'm watching that game last week. The way that people get behind Nick Foles, they they love him in Philadelphia. And to see him get the wind knocked out of him, come out for a play and come back in and see that whole crowd come to their feet, it's it's good to watch, man. Love he's that guy. very good quarterback, and he's super underrated, and maybe he's the real answer. Who knows? Maybe Ooh. it's going to be a repeat from last year. <laughs> yeah, maybe, man. Different talk, I guess, though, for a different time. Um, okay, so who are you sitting this week? Uh, you know, my, my sit-em is uh, Matt Stafford this week. Um, obviously, there aren't a whole lot of people that are even thinking about playing Matt Stafford. The only reason I have him on this list is uh, some people may be considering him because of what he did last week in a good matchup. But uh, the thing is, against – I'm sorry, actually, last week in a bad matchup, he put up a good game. But against bad pass defenses such as Arizona – Los Angeles over the past four weeks. Stafford's only averaged a buck seventy-three and less than a touchdown with at least two turnovers a game over that course of time. For the same price on DraftKings, I'd rather lean on someone like Derek Carr or Kirk Cousins, even though he's in a bad matchup against the Chicago Bears. Because against the Bears, he actually tore it up a few weeks ago for suit two sixty-two and two. I'm not too high on Stafford for what you can get for the same price elsewhere. 
Yeah, I agree. Matthew Stafford has not been the quarterback that yeah. seen in this past, and it, it really sucks. I like I'm a big fan of Matthew Stafford. He's really good clutch quarterback, and when it comes down to it, but I'm sitting down Deshaun Watson, and I know for LJ, but he's been sacked 56 times this year. That is in the same amount. He's up up against a Jags D that has 50 sacks alone as a team, and uh, he'll have a hard time making plays, great passes. He can't get a pocket open. He lost the um, wide receiver Demarius Thomas to a tour Achilles. He's out for the season. Lamar Jackson is listed as questionable. I mean, the 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 Houston Texans are in the playoffs, but if they want to get a high seed, they got to win. But that Jaguars D is going to put up a big fight, and um, and just Watson mm-hmm. or Deshaun Hopkins is uh, also questionable. Um, they need to protect that dude. If they do not protect him, then that Jags D could be scary at times, and I think it's going to be scary Sunday. Yeah, you know, classic Week 17 divisional spoiler sort of scenario. Yeah, I can see it, man. All right, who do you got for your sleeper this week at quarterback? Yeah, man, uh, one of my sleepers that I like, uh, James Winston. Um, we we don't know if this guy's ever going to start again for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This could be his final audition to let them know that I can be a franchise guy, even though I personally have my doubts about that. Um, he's got the Atlanta Falcons this week, and, you know, other over against other – Bottom five pass defenses, defenses, New Orleans, Carolina, San Fran. Um, Winston's averaged 260 a game with six touchdowns over those three games. These all happened in the past six weeks. And um, the Falcons are the same, a, a bottom five pass defense. Um, Winston's actually cheaper than Matt Stafford. And uh, you could definitely do worse at the quarterback position this week. Wow, that's a really bold call. I'd never think you would. Um, I, I have my, my personal, I just don't like him. He turned over the ball too much. But um, you know, maybe he has a good matchup. Maybe I maybe I would go with that. One of my DraftKings, I'll play him and see how see how it goes. That's a bold. Oh one. yeah, no, I would never build a team around him, and okay. I don't think he's uh, his his he's a his value as a fantasy quarterback and a real life NFL mm-hmm. quarterback. I feel are much much different. You know what I mean? Um, quick question: Do you think he is gonna? Is you think he's gonna have how much time is left there in, in Tampa Bay? Just a quick question. Oh, I, I think this is it. I think they move on from him. You think after so? This year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, me too. I, I I talk about him all a lot this year. He turns the ball way on too much. Oh yeah, way too much. Absolutely. Um, for my sleeper, you mentioned them a little early, so I'm just gonna add on to what you're saying. A uh, big Ben. Um, they're they're on the outside looking in on the playoffs with Juju and AB over a thousand yards each. That's insane against a passy that's ranked twenty. Like you said, bottom bottom. He's they're, they're ranked twenty seventh, allowing two hundred seventy five passing yards per game. Um, Big Ben's gonna have a baller game, and he's gonna fight for that playoff spot. Just wanted to add on to you that. Um, hmm. But yeah, Big Ben, I think is gonna have a good game. Who are your notables? Who are you notable? Absolutely. Um, you know, this week, I just uh, want to stress caution um, for my notables, like guys like Baker Mayfield, who've been red hot recently, are gonna come up against Baltimore. Uh, I want to express caution towards that. And I just want to reemphasize Kirk Cousins again. Even though, you know, it's a tough matchup against Chicago, he's actually done pretty well in tough matchups, including against Chicago just a few weeks ago. Um, I just have more people to keep their eyes on that. Yeah, my know those Bulls. I'm going to shoot for Matt Ryan. Um, just only the fact because Tampa Bay defense hmm. has been really absent all year. I can't name one defensive player on that team. They're, 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 their <laughs> defense is just garbage of late. Um, of late, they've been getting a little better, but they're still pretty garbage. And I'm also going to give Aaron Rodgers a little shout-out because Aaron Rodgers, he balled out last week, and I think he's going to mm. – um, he he has a good matchup this week versus the um, the Detroit Lions. Um, Detroit Lions defense is not that great either. Um, okay. I think Aaron Rodgers could have a, a game or two. 
a real a good game. So, all right, moving on to running backs. Who are you starting this week at running back? Yeah, uh, my favorite play right now uh, within the top 10 would be probably Chris Carson. Um, he's been balling out recently over the past three weeks, 354 total yards, four touchdowns over that span. He's got the 29th ranked Arizona Cardinals defense this week. At the price of $6,500, there's a lot of people I'd play him over right now. And uh, definitely got to throw in James Conner into that conversation as well. When he plays, the man is a bell cow. That, that's the way the Pittsburgh offense has been run over the past decade. There's almost never a running back by committee. He practiced in full on Wednesday. I expect Conner to be back. And he's taking on the Bengals, which are a bottom six running defense. Both really solid plays this week. All right. Yeah, I got Chris Carson as my notable because I want to give out Gus Hayward as my starter this week. Hayward – or um, Gus Edwards. I'm sorry. Edwards had 100 all-purpose yards in the fourth of the last six games, and it will come come again this Sunday up against the 27th-ranked um, passing yards per game. Uh, D with 263 yards, 24th-ranked against the rush, and 124 yards rushing um, yards per game, and ranked 29th in total yards with 388 total yards per game. The Ravens also are playing to stay in the playoffs, so mm -hmm. they're gonna they're gonna utilize him. They're gonna utilize Lamar Jackson. I really mm -hmm. like Gus Edwards. They ran all over the Chargers, so I think they'll run all, all over their opponent this Sunday. Um, Gus Edwards is my go, and he's pretty cheap. He's not. He's not. He's not up there in the price, so he's pretty cheap with the DraftKings. So that's my pick for for starting. I like it. Um, who are you sitting this week? Uh, you know, I'm gonna put some caution on Dalvin Cook this week. Um, <laughs> that's my pick. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, I mean, re recently he's looked a little more like the late first, early second round pick that uh, some people drafted him as. I mean, he's racked up over 350 yards over the past three weeks, three touchdowns over that span. The thing is, he plays the Bears this week. We all know what the Bears do. Uh, last week, they held the Niners to 47 yards on 15 carries. The week before that, they held Green Bay running backs to 63 total yards. And the week before that, they held Todd Gurley to 28 yards on the ground. So, I mean, Dalvin Cook, great NFL running back. He's on the right track, but for $6,400 on DraftKings, I'd rather look at guys like Carson, Williams, even Chubb in a less appealing matchup. Yeah, I, he's the same thing. Um, they're fighting for a playing spot. I mean, Bears, D, I don't have to stress about I talk about them like every single week. Bears are second best against the run, only allowing 81 yards per game. Last time Cook played them against the Bears, he only rushed for 12 yards. Um, I liked him, though. I like he, he did ball out last week, and he's been showing a lot of – um, progress, but this week you got to sit that boy down. Yeah. All right. So, who you have a sleeper? Well, you know, uh, Jamal Williams was definitely regarded as a bust early on this year, but uh, it appears he's going to have the backfield all to himself this week, so he's at least worth a look based on what you've got, whether you're still in your season long or you're just trying to play daily this week. C.J. Anderson, um, if Todd Gurley doesn't play, we, we still aren't sure as of yet, even though he still – it appears he got in a limited practice yesterday. But if, uh, if C.J.'s got the backfield to himself once again, and he balled out last week against in a plus matchup, um, 21 carries for 167 yards. So definitely worth a look if uh, Todd Gurley happens to sit down. Yeah, we have the same sleeper as well. I know you wrote a whole article on it um, last Monday, right? If I'm correct, you wrote a whole article on C.J. Anderson. That's right. Yeah, yeah check and, it out. You guys are interested. And uh, yeah, I have him as my sleeper. He he balled out. It's funny because I say balled out too. He balled out for twenty six fantasy points last week. He's um, 
He rushed for 167 yards, 20 times in a touchdown. And coming back from the dead, dude, this guy is perfect timing. <laughs> Gurley needs to – even if he's um, going to – even if he does get full practice, I, I think they should rest him anyways so they could get mm. the, um, get ready for the playoff. Uh, he's a great option to lock up at your flex, and he will secure the bag. That's the boy, right. CJ Anderson. I like him. I like him a lot. So who are your, who are your some notables? Uh, some notables. I'll go ahead and throw in for some deep – deep, desperate plays. I'll go ahead and throw up, throw in the Oakland running backs, Doug, the pug and Jalen Richard. You're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here, but you're playing the mm-hmm. Kansas city, the Kansas city offense. Um, that's a great matchup for, especially a guy like Jalen Richard, scat back um, out of the backfield sort of guy. Uh, Doug Martin received 20 carries last week. He had himself a day against a tough front seven in the Denver Broncos. Definitely worth at least a look. If you guys are in desperate need or just trying to save money on DraftKings. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give those a look. I have Chris Carson, like you mentioned earlier. I don't got to mention about him. They got a three-headed monster in Seattle, and I love it over there. First first in rushing. But I'm going to give a little look at Darren Sproles. Um, Josh Adams mm. had his first fumble of his career last week, and they, and they started giving the ball to Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles, he had 60 yards, all-purpose. And he's showing his little life back. You know, he's been injured for more than half the season, but uh, he's showing a little life, and they're going to need to pull out all the stops to win against the Redskins to get that playoff spot. So I think Darren Sproles is going to be in the mix. And just watch out for that little guy. I love him. He went into the Charger, man. I love that guy. Two-pound tank, man. That's what they call him. I love Hell him. Yeah. Darren Sproles. All right. Moving, chugging right along. Who we got? Wide receiver. Who are you starting? So I think my favorite play within the top 20 this week would be Julian Edelman. <laughs> that was my pick. Um. Why you got him too? I got him too. <laughs> nice, yeah, man. Um, over the, he's a, I think he's kind of a steal right now for he's priced at seventy seventy six hundred dollars on DraftKings. Um, over the past three weeks, he's experienced a big uptick in his workload, um, averaging eight catches for eighty four yards and just under a touchdown during that stretch. That those numbers are not going to do anything but go up, considering the fact that Josh Gordon has just left the team. Um, and now they got the second worst pass defense in the league, and the Jets come to town. So I would definitely play him over a lot of guys priced around him, including including guys like Kenny Galladay. So, yeah, I got some too on that. With the absence of Josh Gordon, he he balled out. Um, he's gonna be the new go-to guy. He he was always the go-to guy, but um, he's gonna be Brady's primary, secondary, third option in in that offense. He 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 had seventy yards and a touchdown, six receptions. And I see those numbers doubling against the 26th ring pasty and 250 yards passing yards per game. That's the mm-hmm. easy peasy. That's what I call it. The easy peasy matchup right there. Start this man. Start yes, that. Sir. Boy. All right. Who are you sitting down this week? Uh, this week I'm going to go ahead and sit down Jarvis Landry. Uh, there's, <laughs> you know, there's a great, lot of hype. Damn, man. We're just, we're great just, minds we're think just alike, honored, man. man. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, man. I mean, there's, there's a lot of hype behind the Browns offense right now. They've been rolling, but you know, we saw what the Ravens did last week to one of the best offenses in the league in San Diego, holding Keenan Allen to five receptions. RIP if you started Phillip Rivers as your quarterback last week in championship week. Sorry about that. No hit on Phillip Rivers. He's a great NFL quarterback. But they, they definitely kept him in check last week. I'm, I would definitely pump the brakes on guys like Landry and Mayfield going into this week. Guys like Anderson, Robbie Anderson, Doug Baldwin, priced the same amount. I might explore and lean on those options as opposed to him this week. Yeah, I like what the Browns are doing. I really do. It's just they got a tough matchup. They're out of playoff contention. They had to have, like, the Titans and Colts tie, and then this team win, that team win. It was They have a good run. You know, they have a lot of wins. I never thought the Browns would have seven wins, but they got seven wins. And there's something to be reckoned yeah. with next year. 
that's a key word next year. The Browns have a tough matchup this week against the Baltimore Ravens. They're the Ravens are going to fight for the, div, the division and they're not going to let that go. They're the top D in the league, especially against the pass only allowing 198 yards. That which is fourth in the league with a rookie quarterback on the helm. He only threw one touchdown in the last meeting week six. A lot has changed since then. It's not in Cleveland's favor. Phillip Rivers, they were they got him under throwing 200 yards and two interceptions and a fumble for a touchdown. They had 22 fancy points last week. The Ravens D. Damn. Jarvis Landry, you got to sit that boy in. I also agree with you, Mayfield, as well. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a bad, bad matchup, and the Ravens are going to take advantage of it. Over, yeah, you... I mean, good on the Browns, though. I mean, who would have thought they would have a chance to have a winning season this year and rack up eight wins? I mean, they definitely surpassed all expectations. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I'm real proud of them. Um, who do you have sleepy, your sleeper this week at wide receiver? Um, you know, if Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't play this week, I, I would give Sterling Shepard a look in deeper leagues or if you're just trying to save some money in fantasy or in daily. Um, without OBJ in the lineup last week, Shepard racked up seven catches for 113 yards, but midway through um, that halted was because of game scripts. I mean, they were up big by three possessions, and they tried to go into clock-killing mode. Of course, they end up losing the game because, you know, it's the Giants, and I'm allowed to say that I'm a Giants fan. It's cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, I give Shepard a look, and, uh, you know, it's funny. Jameson Crowder's actually showed a pretty decent rapport with the guy I was talking a lot of trash of last week and Josh Johnson. Um, so not a bad guy to give a look as well for $4,800 on DraftKings. Yeah. Um, you mentioned my sleeper earlier, uh, Rob, Robbie Anderson. Um, in the last three weeks, he caught, he caught 20 catches, 312 yards, and three touchdowns in that span. Him and Sam Darnold are getting a connection. You know, you find on reality TV, uh, this guy is really – I really like both of them. They're up against the Patriots. Past, the Patriots' D is bottom 10, ranking 24th in the league. <laughs> Allowing 253 passing yards per game, uh, you, should, you should look his way to start Anderson. I like I like the matchup with Roby Anderson. Um, hello. Yep, I'm here. Oh, sorry, sorry, you was making weird noises. Okay, who you have as your notable? Yeah, notables, man. Um, I'm gonna throw Deshaun Hamilton in there again. Uh, he balled the hell out last week, and if he plays, I mean, it's kind of undeniable at this point. Cortland Sutton. Listed as questionable, got in a full practice, but definitely whether whether he plays or not, definitely worth a look. Is he, both him and Robbie Anderson. If you played him in your flex, you might have won your championship last week. They both balled out. And Dante Pettis, also listed as questionable still, but I mean th this guy is definitely going to be on people's draft boards next year, probably upwards of the seventh, even the eighth, uh, eighth, maybe the seventh round. Um, definitely two guys to give a look at if you're trying to save some money. Yeah, I agree. Um... I had I picked up Dante Pettis a couple of weeks ago when he had a baller game. So, yeah, I, I love what he's doing in San Fran. Uh, my notables this week, I got Juju and AB. I just got to shout him out, man. These guys are baller. I, I put Big Ben as my sleeper, so I got to put their wide receivers up here. Um, I think they're going to have a good game. Juju, you know, that dude can run, so can AP. They, I, they're they're going to get some big catches. I'm also going to put Josh Reynolds from the, the Los Angeles Rams. I think they might start resting their players of late, and Josh Reynolds might get those garbage time. Catches maybe even a touchdown. I like Josh Reynolds. Um, a little mm. sneak. I like him. Yeah, man. I feel like uh, I think Josh Reynolds is really going to be the X factor for the for the Rams going forward. Like uh, as far as how deep they go into the playoffs, taking over that Cooper Cup role. You know, it's it's going to be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. Yeah, I like Josh Reynolds a lot. The the week Cooper Cup was injured, he scored two touchdowns, and I was actually at that game, so it was pretty lit. But nice. All right, we're going to move on to defenses. Who you got as defense? Start them. 
Yeah, you know, um, I got I like to take a look at Pittsburgh this week. Um, the Bengals over the past month have only been scoring 14.3 points per game. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are still a top 10 ranked defense, uh, fantasy defense on the year. They've played better at home this year, which this game is. That along the fact that this is a must-win situation, um, I definitely might be throwing Pittsburgh in multiple daily fantasy lineups this week. Yeah, I see, I see that happening. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout. Out, I've been talking about them all, all this whole um, podcast. The Baltimore Ravens. I know we talked about them a lot, but their defense is scary, and it's for a reason. I said they, they not allowed Rivers over 200 yards, not even a touchdown, which was embarrassing. Two interceptions. And they forced a forced fumble for a touchdown. Like I said, Ravens had 43 sacks on the season, nine interceptions. I see the Ravens just getting to Baker um, and get, getting a pick or two, maybe even a return for a touchdown. They're, they're going to be playing really hard to, to stay in the playoffs. So I'm playing Baltimore, mm-hmm. the Baltimore Ravens. All right, um, let's move right along. Who are you, who are you sitting down? Uh, you know, the New, Orleans, the New Orleans defense is a top 10 play on the year so far, but we don't know if Drew Brees is going to play right now. Uh, I'm I'm relatively sure they've locked up the number one seed in the NFC, so that makes sense. Um, I saw some reports earlier this week that they don't. No one has confirmed whether or not Drew Brees will play, and if that's the case, no no hate on Taysom Hill. I think he's a solid quarterback, a solid player in general. But um, without Drew Brees in the field, that defense might be on the field longer, and uh, they might not be giving you the numbers that you expect there. So just putting some caution there on playing New Orleans this week. Wow, that's really thoroughly thinking there. Yeah, um, they I, I wouldn't play Drew Brees. I mean, they locked up. They have home field advantage and the division, so I'm pretty sure they're good to go on that. They don't want a stupid injury to happen to their star quarterback. Yeah, there's no need. I'm going to sit down the Tennessee Titans. Um, they're on an uphill battle this week against the Colts, who are looking really good. Um, Luck only got sacked 17 times. Can you believe this? Luck only got sacked 17 times this year. Really? 17 times. And and wow. not a lot of people really gave Andrew Luck a chance, but once they give you a, a bubble to throw in, then he's balling out. And like you see, he's blowing out with Mariota listed questionable and starting defensive end, Jarrell Casey placed on the IR. That's their biggest pass rusher. Um, the Titans have a slim chance of stopping the Colts and Luck heading to the playoffs. They're, this is a w- winner, win or go home. Whoever wins makes it to the playoffs. Titans. I like Derrick Henry. I like that offense. But without Mariota and without Jarrell Casey on defense, I, I just don't see the Titans. I don't see the Titans defense stopping Andrew Luck. That dude is a baller. Especially he's not. He, they can't get to the quarterback, then he's just going to keep on passing. He's going to rack up those points. Maybe even get negative points if you play the, the, the Tennessee Titans. Do, do not like them. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Man, shout out to the Colts front office for giving their, their man the best chance, giving him protection, surrounding him with weapons. Good on you that's what they got to do and they have a dangerous tight end core and that tight end core is just insane and i see the Colts mm-hmm. if they make the playoffs they can make some noise they're gonna make some big noise in the playoffs yeah i don't think that's a team a lot of people are going to want to see man I, I, and i don't know if you saw the statistic but the last 10 matchups colts and titans andrew luck with the ones that andrew luck has played in or this might even be just in general but the last 10 matchups i believe the colts have won so in this winner go home situation, it's going to be interesting to see if that trend decides to break or not. It's going to be it's going to be really hard to get that trend to break. But um, all right, move on to sleeper. Who you got a sleeping this this week? Yeah, a couple teams you guys can definitely take a look at: uh, Seattle versus Arizona, and Philadelphia taking on Washington. Um, as you mentioned before, Josh Johnson is the quarterback in Washington. Philadelphia is hot right now. 
Um, they're playing for their playoff lives. They need some help. They're going to need a loss from Minnesota, who was taken on Chicago, I believe. So, I mean, they're going to be given their best. Um, Josh Johnson, as we said last week, has only been in the system for about a month. Still a little iffy there. Um, definitely look worth a look. And in Arizona, we don't know if we don't know if Josh Rosen's going to play yet. He took a big hit uh, last week against the against the Rams defense, and we're not even sure if he's going to play. Um, Seattle's still jockeying to, for some playoff position as well. They're only they're only teetering between the five and the six seed, but they still have something to play for. And um, that defense has been ramping it up this year after a lot of people not thinking it was going to be what it mm. used to be. So definitely two teams you can take a look at there. Yeah, it's so funny because that's that's pretty much what I said about the Seahawks. You didn't think their team, you know, a lot of teams were they're, they're the doubters. Like, oh, Seahawks ain't not going to make it, this and this and that. But they really showed up and proved everyone um, everyone wrong. Uh, they're ranked first in the league in rushing, like I said, that three-headed monster. And Wilson is doing his thing. He does not get tackled. He does not get sacked. He can make plays out of nothing. Um, and defense has been doing their part too, and will continue against offense as dead last in every offensive category. They're dead last, ranked 32 in every single offensive court category. That is, I think the Seahawks they have something like you said they got some seeding they could they could get a better seed. So the better seed you know keeps you up in the playoffs. And Seahawks are going to make a mess in the 12th man, killing some dirty birds. They're going to kill them all. It's going to be a, it's going to be a bad. It's going to be real bad. Be fun to watch, man. I'm excited for this week. Couple of my notables. I always got to mention them. Chicago D. Um, they're, they're, they're just monsters, man. Khalil Mack, dude, that guy could just, that dude pushes 400 pound dudes with one hand. That guy is a baller. I'm also, I'm actually looking at the, um, the Dallas defense too, as well. They've been, they, they've been, uh, they've been pretty good this year and they're up against your boys, the giants and, um, and, uh, the giants really got nothing to play for the Cowboys really don't got nothing to play for, but the, um, they got a young core in the, in Dallas Cowboys D and I really like what's going on over there. And I'm gonna give the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, some some shout out too because uh like I mentioned earlier I think they're gonna get to uh Deshaun Watson and, and sack counts as a couple points on fantasy so um I think they're gonna sack him a couple, right. like five six times and you gotta protect Deshaun Watson I don't think they'll be able to do it so all right there it is yeah. so let me just quickly go through my dad's picks real quick he says like I said if you guys don't know yet me and my dad have a fantasy football thing going on and um every week I'm telling him to send me a, a I won last week on, on fantasy against him barely but um so this week he sent me a little play a little a little lineup DraftKings is DraftKings uh, all right here we got? go quarterback we got Ben Roethlisberger we got okay. Alfred Blue Kenyon Drake Ooh. Stephon Diggs Golden Tate Juju Smith Schuster Ve- okay, um like I can never pronounce this tight end the tight end for the Seahawks uh variant variant for the yeah. Seahawks. Oh man, B- <laughs> I have not. Sorry, yeah, V A R R E N T T, Vernet, Vernet, Vernet. Oh Vernet. yeah, no, yeah, no, you got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And then as flex, he has Christian McCaffrey, and then at defense, he has the Rams. So that is his golden lineup for Week Seventeen. Okay. Rams taking on San Francisco this week. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, happen to see Aaron Donald breaking the record for uh, most sacks in a season by a defensive tackle. MVP maybe that dude's a baller. That dude is. And there's about three guys in that team you can set out for possibly. Yeah. Um, maybe not golf anymore, but but still, yeah. So that's my dad's lineup. Uh, let's see how I do good against him. Um, that's a pretty good lineup to be honest with you. I don't know how my dad does it. Yeah. He just. Does it. All right, so we're gonna move on to questions. So I'm a I'm, we could both answer these questions. Um, so this is from my boy George Perez from via Facebook. Um, who's been your personal fantasy football MVP in your league? 
if you have a league a league long guard. My who, personal. Yeah. Um, you know. I'm sorry. Were you going first? Or am I going first? Oh, uh, you can go first. I'm asking you. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're gonna love fantasy MVP. Um, has got to be Melvin Gordon of the San Diego Chargers. I know down the stretch he got hurt, most notably within the first week of the fantasy football playoffs. But all year. This guy was consistent. He was my security blanket. He helped me go to sleep at night. It was, it's, he's been incredible. I, I had most of my picks uh, this year and most of my season long drafts around the eighth overall pick, the 10th overall pick, the ninth overall pick. And um, I would just reach for Melvin Gordon. Like he was, he was projected to go 15, 16. I would just reach down and get him every time. He was a bell cow. He caught more receptions out of the backfield this year than he had the rest of his career combined. Um, moving on to next year, I think he's going to be underrated once again because of all this young talent like Chris McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. But Melvin Gordon, man, I mean, I, I would not have been successful as I was this year without Melvin Gordon, for sure. Well, I like to hear that. <laughs> um, my my um, MVP, personally, um, this boy put up a couple 40-pointers. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, dude, I picked him up. I picked him up in the second round, I believe. My first round draft pick was Alvin Kamara. And um, they oh damn yeah and and McCaffrey was not picked up. Um, there was a lot of hype around like James Conner and all those other players, and um, so I picked him up. And this dude, he saved me so much games. Uh, I really like this dude. He when he passed for a touchdown that one week, and then he could catch touchdowns. He could pass for touchdowns. He could receive for touchdowns. This guy is everything for me. Um, shout out to Christian McCaffrey to getting me. I did lose. I think I'm in. I think I got third place. Um, I played, I didn't play Aaron Rodgers championship week and he had four points and I lost by 20 and I had Jerry Goff because I think, uh, yeah, so that, that hurt me. I was at, that was actually the commissioner to my team. So I promised my league, I would buy him a championship belt or a championship ring, whatever one they want. But I am currently, I got third, I got third place. So I'm like, ah, oh, kind of hurts a little bit, but uh, but I did good at DraftKings, though. I did pretty good at DraftKings all year. But um, all right. So here's another question. This is from my boy Eric Garcia from Facebook. Um, um, should I have concern or uh, should I have concern to be starting my quarterback in a matchup that doesn't really matter? For for example, Aaron Rodgers versus Detroit. They're not not no one's playing. There's nothing on the line to play. But should he have concern playing Aaron Rodgers? Um, I believe the answer to that is. It just we just said Aaron Rodgers balled the hell out for 465 yards. What was it? Three scores to the air, one or two scores on the ground. And I mean, in that game against the Jets, <clears throat> that didn't matter either. I mean, both teams were far out of playoff contention. Rodgers is a gamer. That man wants to win as much as humanly possible. Even when they fell to, even when they fell to um, four, seven, and one, he was standing up there at the post game press conference laying out every game and telling people how they're going to win and somehow make it into the playoffs. This man is a gamer. He wants to win no matter what. I don't think you should feel concerned about starting Rodgers this week, unless you have a, a different opinion. Um, No, I, I agree with you. Um, I had a little concerns, not thinking of it, but you convinced me. Um, Because sometimes, you know, some players just sit laid back, but Aaron Rodgers is a baller. Um, I'm also going to agree with you on that. So, Eric, if you're listening, once you listen to this, then there you go. Don't feel, feel no, have no fear to start Aaron Rodgers. Playing with confidence, All right. baby. So that is the week 17 fantasy football um, prediction podcast. Thank you, Stephen, for having me. Where can they find you on social media? Yeah, if you guys want to ask me some questions, feel free to follow me at Coach Zezzy on Instagram. 
Uh, don't got a Twitter yet, but we'll do eventually. So feel free to come back. Yeah, um, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Sports Guy David, Sports Guy David. Um, if you want to access questions about fantasy football and get shout out on the podcast, you want to debate about any sports, we we cover all sports. And if you want to follow all of us on on uh, social media, you go on any social media outlet, click in Fantasy Sports Cave, and you'll find us. We're on Spotify, Apple News, Apple Podcasts. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on literally every single social media outlet. So there it is. And we will be um, taking fantasy football into the playoffs, most likely getting those um, most not league long, but DraftKings daily ones. And those matchups are going to be great, right, Steven? Some great. Hell yeah, I'm excited. Great match. It's going to be fun to watch. Let's win some money on DraftKings, right? Because that's where it's that's what it's all about. All right. So, Stephen, thank you for having Thank you for uh, being on the podcast. I'm glad to have you on the team. Um, look forward to doing more po- podcasts with you, man. Anytime, man. I love doing this shit. Talk to you guys later. All right. Later. <laughs>